0: Why hello and welcome back to Gridlocked. My name is Tracy Taylor and this is my podcast and my cell phone going crazy. Uh, Hi guys, I hope you're having a great start to your week. It is a holiday week. It is a long weekend. It is officially... I don't even really want to say it's officially, but it is one of the last. Well, it is. It's the last week in a summer for the kids because they're all going back to school if they're not back in school already. I know several of the districts went back to school this week. Most of them go back next week, so we are getting ready for back to school, which means those big yellow buses on the roads, and that means those kids at the uh, sides of the roads in the residential areas and some of the busier streets too, waiting for that big yellow bus. So. This is my reminder to you, watch out for those kiddos as they go darting out of their house and out of the streets running to catch those buses. Of course, we are going back to school all next week on Cairo 7. That's where you find me since I am a Seattle area traffic reporter on Cairo 7 every weekday morning from 4.30 to 7 a.m. You can also catch me every afternoon on Cairo Radio 97.3 on your FM dial here in Seattle or you can can uh, look it up on Cairo Radio. Uh, Okay, a couple of things, guys. Of course, with back to school, that means a lot of uh, getting used to bus safety once again. Man, I uh, did some research uh, earlier this week about not only some of the infractions that uh, drivers, well, got while I'd say speeding through Some of the school zones and some of those school zones now have cameras and they're going to zap you. They're going to get your license plate and you're going to pay one hefty ticket. As a matter of fact, the city of Kent alone uh, just last year, there was over 6,000 citations doled out to drivers for violating school zones and stop paddles on those buses. Those buses, you think you can fly by those. Most of them now these days have cameras on them. Those cameras will get your license plate. That license plate number gets to the PD and that PD office will write you a ticket and send it to you in the mail. So let's get back into the habit of watching for those kiddos. All right, so last week we didn't have a podcast. I was out fishing with my husband. Um, yeah, we caught some fish. If you haven't checked out some of the pictures from our fishing anniversary trip, you should go to my Facebook page. That's Tracy Taylor Traffic. Uh, I posted up some of the uh, Lunkers, I should say, that we caught. Uh, We hit up a lot of our state parks over the week while we were away. Uh, You know, it's the one time of the year that my husband and I disconnect from everything and we spend good quality time with each other and uh, reconnect and just really not pay any attention to the outside world and really focus on each other and the fun that we have when we go fishing. We did spend some time with my parents since it's been a while. Since I went over to Eastern Washington to kind of hang out with them, it was a lot of fun. I really, I feel recharged, so that's a good thing. All right, so let's dive into what to expect this week. Are you ready? (laughs) We've got the holiday travel, guys. Yeah. And that means just a lot of added people on the roadways, including I-90, I-5, Highway 2, and up near our Canadian border, which means some long ferry wait times as well. So when are the best times to go? If you can go on a Thursday, do it on a Thursday. If you have to travel on Friday, the best times to hit eastbound I-90 are before 7 a.m. Because after 10 a.m., all bets are off. You have nothing but heavy traffic. You throw an accident, a fire, a rollover, something in there, you're going to run into some major problems, some really long delays. And expect that coming westbound on Monday as well. So if you are headed over the pass, do it before 7 a.m. or after 7 p.m. where the drive starts to kind of... I would say fizzle out, so to speak. How about the drive on I 5 through Olympia? I know. There's never a good day to drive on I-5, especially even on a Friday afternoon um, between Tacoma and Olympia. Now, traffic heading northbound on I-5 starts to get heavy roughly around 5 o'clock in the morning. The heaviest starts right around 10 o'clock in the morning, and that goes all the way through rush hour. It'll start to fizzle out just after 5, maybe 6, but you can expect a lot of heavy traffic this weekend, actually both directions of I-5. If you're going to travel southbound on I 5 from Tacoma to Olympia or further south, you're going to want to hit the roads before 6 a.m. Because after that, Southbound I 5 on a Friday on a summer weekend, and a long holiday weekend for that matter, the traffic is going to be miserable. Again, you throw a wreck, a stall, a fire, something in the mix on this one, you're going to see some extremely long delays. DOT says the worst times to travel on South i 5 between Tacoma and Olympia are between 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. And I am going to wholeheartedly agree with them when it comes to that, no question. Now, if you are headed northbound on I-5 coming out of Olympia, heading to Tacoma, that heavy traffic starts roughly around 8 o'clock or so, and that's in the morning, and that will go until 7 or 8 o'clock at night. So if you have plans to come back on Monday, get that early start. I Can't suggest that enough for you. All right. uh, A couple of other things that are going on this weekend. We've got Sounders. On a Sunday at uh, CenturyLink Field, you've got Bumbershoot happening at Seattle Center. That's all weekend long. Let's see what else do we have going on. PAX at the Washington State Convention Center. If you're not familiar with PAX, it's like board games, arcade games, video games. It's just a lot. I mean, if you're an old arcade enthusiast or a video game enthusiast, period, you will love it. Uh, We see a lot of people come into town just for that. Alone, um, because it just really it takes over downtown, and it's a lot of fun. We've gone before, and uh, I'm I'm a big fan of. I don't know if you're familiar with the place in Tacoma. It's called Dorkies. Uh, It's like old school arcade games, and it's so much fun if you're looking for something to do this weekend and don't want to go to PAX or don't want to go to Bumbershoot, you can hit up Dorky's in Tacoma. Uh, The Ruston Waterfront. Uh, You know, I haven't been there, but I had a couple of friends, Brent and Justin, they went and they say it's absolutely beautiful. Uh, On top of everything else that's going on this weekend, you have the Washington State Fair at the Puyallup Fairgrounds. This is by far my favorite time of the year. I love fall. I love diving into fall. I love all things fall except for pumpkin spice. Don't even get me started on that one. Not a fan. But uh, I do love when the fair comes to town because that means some really great concerts coming. Uh, from what I understand, uh, Keith Urban is playing at the Washington State Fair this weekend. You have the Evergreen State Fair out in Monroe. So that puts a lot of added pressure on Highway 2 out through Monroe and uh, 522 as well. We've seen that all week this week when it comes to our afternoon commutes. Uh, let's see. What else is going on this weekend um, outside of we said. Bumbershoot there's some really good concerts that are uh coming for Bumbershoot from what I understand Lizzo is supposed to be at Bumbershoot so that will be fun uh hold please hold please I have my notes right here do 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 hold please hold please Mm, here it is Oh, we've got sports and all kinds of fun sports. Well, today, being Thursday, the Seahawks play the Raiders at CenturyLink Field. So we're going to see a lot of added pressure along the waterfront and, of course, down on the surface streets and through Soto. It is the last preseason game. You've got the Husky football action happening at uh, Husky Stadium as they get ready to take on the Eastern Eagles this weekend. But, I mean it's a little bit of everything for everyone. If you love sports, if you love fairs, if you love good food, or if you love good music and you don't like to travel, why? You know, like why travel when you can stay in town and and take in some really great shows, some concerts, and of course the weather should be pretty reasonable to even just be a... um, a local, you know, do the tourism stuff through our city. I know uh, I love it when I have an opportunity to just kind of stay home and, uh, and be a tourist in my own town. Plus, I want to try out some of those line bikes. I think I want to jump on one of those this weekend. I have to convince the husband. We'll see if that even happens. But if you have any questions about any of this stuff, please reach out to me on any of my social platforms. That's Tracy T. Traffic on Twitter, Tracy Taylor Traffic on Facebook. You can also reach me on Instagram. That's Tracy Taylor Turner 2 And of course, right at my website, and that is TracyTaylorTurner.net. But one thing I want you to put in the back of your mind as we get into Labor Day, we are officially one month away from the start of a pretty big project that's going to happen on Canyon. Canyon Road in Puyallup. Now, this construction project is to improve safety and traffic flow along Canyon in West Puyallup, and you can expect Some major delays. As a matter of fact, crews have already been working to kind of mark some of the power poles and power lines and water lines and so forth and so on. Now, this project is located between the unincorporated Waller and Summit areas. Canyon Road East traffic delays are going to occur. There's no question about it, according to the city of Puyallup. And that's going to be between 99th Street Court East on the south end and 84th Street East on the north end. Guys, with Back to School next week, and as we kind of launch into parts of the fall, this project is supposed to start in October. Crews are already out there getting ready to get this project started. This is the time, this is officially your one-month warning to start thinking about, especially driving through Puyallup, how to get around all of this road work. And I know Canyon and I know Canyon to be clogged a lot of the time. So again, this is the time to start thinking about getting around this project. And speaking of getting around and thinking ahead, it was announced earlier this week that the Highway 99 tunnel tolling will start November. So one, get that good to go pass. Two, if you're not interested in driving the tunnel because you don't want to pay for it and you think you're going to take the surface streets, think again. I have on good authority that the downtown surface streets are going to get clogged and they're going to get clogged fast. We've seen this happen in the past. We will see this continue with the diversion to avoid the tolls on 99, just like we did when 520 started tolling. People went over to I 90. You can expect that to happen again here in Seattle when the tunnel tolling starts. So that's going to put a lot of pressure on the downtown. Corridor. On top of that, think of I 5. If you think getting in and out of the city is going to be easier, it's not, especially when people have gotten so used to driving that tunnel for free for the last couple of months. As a matter of fact, when it opened in February, we're coming up on tolling starting in November. We've had all of this time to drive that tunnel. And let me tell you what a time saver it's been. You're going to start tolling. It's going to put people out on, like I said, the surface streets and I-5. So we're going to look at a really long and a really challenging uh, couple of months when tolling goes into place here in November. Don't worry. It's something that I'm watching, something I will continue to watch, and I will walk you through every step of the way. All right, guys, that does it for this episode of Gridlocked. I hope you have a great holiday weekend. Please join us on Monday next week. I know it's Labor Day, but we're getting ready to go back to school. Trust me, you want to see all of your favorite anchors. Uh, yeah, we are. <laughs> we're going to show you some of our favorite back to school pictures. And on top of that, as we launch into September, we are launching into what I like to call um, one of my... Uh now, as we launch into September, we're launching into a couple of other things, too, that I want you to put on your radar. We've got Project Pause happening at the Marketplace in Factoria. That is September 21st from noon to 3. It's a pet expo. It's a pet adoption um, uh, time as well. We are teaming up with some of our local area Shelters and charities, along with Invisible Fence. Guys, I love this. I love everything about this program, Project Pause. And on top of that, in October, I'm so happy that the Seattle Animal Shelter Foundation has asked me to come back as their MC once again for their forever more dinner and auction. I'm so pumped about this. I take Jessica every single year. This year, I'm taking Jess and Kyle. So we're going to have a lot of fun. You can get your tickets. I've put the link in my blog at TracyTaylorTurner.net to get your tickets and come join us. Raise some money for the Seattle Seattle Animal Shelter Foundation. We'd love to see you there. And Project Paws at the Marketplace in Factoria on September 21st. Guys, have a great rest of your long holiday weekend, and I will see you back here next week for another episode of Gridlocked.